0: Welcome to our podcast. The following episode originally aired as a video. You can find all our video episodes at www.thebreakthroughshow.com. On this episode of The
1: Breakthrough Show, first up, we're catching up with returning guest author Dr. Audrienne McKeon. Last season, she shared her incredible story of triumph over an abusive relationship, as told in her memoir, Melting Ivory. Today, she's back to share about the next steps in her new book, Enough. Later on in the show, we'll be meeting relationship coach Roman Miranov. In our conversation, you'll learn about his breakthroughs in immigrating from Russia to North America, and of course, the relationship breakthroughs that inspired him to do the work he does today. From the relationship with yourself to friends to lovers, today's show is sure to leave you feeling inspired to make fresh choices. All that and more coming up today on The Breakthrough Show.
0: moments when we have the opportunity to make a choice, and what we choose has the potential to change our lives forever. Join us now for another inspired episode of The Breakthrough. And now, please welcome the creator and host of the show, Jessica Dugas.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Breakthrough Show. It is the daytime talk show helping inspire you to change the way you look at and live your life. I'm your host Jessica Dugas and I have some fabulous guests for you today. The first of which was here with me last season and I love her to pieces. She had an amazing book at the time called Melting Ivory and now she has another one. So I invited her back today to share a little bit of about that. Please welcome back to the show, Dr. Adrienne
2: McKeon. Welcome back. You know, I love being on your show because you pronounced my name correctly. Well, (laughs) there was a lot of effort that (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm honoring the effort. Thank Thank you you. so much. I
1: appreciate that. Um, Sometimes I try and for what I don't know, but I've managed to work this one out. (laughs) It's good. It's good. I'm so excited to have you back here. Why don't you start us out? um, You know how I like to do share something that's
2: bringing you joy today. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, there's so much bringing me joy today. I'm feeling hopeful that people in 2020, I feel like a lot of people woke up to -hmm. some really difficult realizations and their emotions were just all over the place. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of my 2020 was spent helping people figure out how to process those emotions mm. and how to use those emotions to create yeah. something better. Yeah. And so I feel like now so many of us are awake. We're here. We know what's going on and we are ready to make some changes, internal, external real, beautiful commitments to ourselves and what really matters to us. Hmm. So what's bringing me joy right now, not just today, but in general, is just seeing so many people awake and aware of their own values Hmm. and aligning to those values and creating beauty in the world. It's Hmm. just, it's gorgeous. I love that.
1: Well, I am excited to have you back here. I want to hear about your new book,
2: Enough. Tell us about how that came about. Absolutely. So this book came about actually because of the response that I got to Melting Ivory. I had Mm -hmm. so many people writing me, calling me, asking me, hey, what happened next? How did you get from there to where you are now? Mm -hmm. And how can I do that too? (laughs) And all of these people, especially in 2020, so many people were stuck with their abusers, Mm. stuck inside, couldn't go out, couldn't get away, didn't have the usual outlets to deal with emotional abuse. Right. And we're realizing, recognizing more than ever that this behavior is abusive, that gaslighting is gaslighting, and that, you know, when someone lies to you over and over and over again, there comes a point where you just have to say, wait, you know, I have to trust my own intuition. I have to trust my own instincts and figure out what's going on, right. you know, for me. So I created this book basically as a guidebook to say, if you are in an emotionally abusive relationship, and it's specifically for romantic relationships, but it really applies to a lot of different kinds of relationships. If you find yourself in an in a, In a relationship where you don't feel like you can live your values, Mm. you don't feel like you can be you and be loved where you're at, that there's a continual expectation that you're not good enough and you need to change something. Mm. If you find yourself in a relationship like that, first of all, anyone, anyone can end up in an emotionally abusive relationship. It doesn't say anything about you. (laughs) It just says that that's what happened and that's where you're at. And so there's a lot of shame around it. And I mm-hmm. think what keeps people there longer than they need to be is that shame and feeling like they have to double down and say, no, 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 I was right to pick this person. I had my reasons. Of course you had your reasons and they must've been really good reasons. If you stayed, even after things got abusive, Right. I get it. I 120% mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that said, there comes a time when you have to say, no matter the sunk cost, no matter how far you've gone down this wrong road, it's time to turn back. Mm. But how? But how? And so that's what this book is, is the how. It's how to recognize a situation that is abusive, how to get yourself out of that situation, and how to do the self-work to make sure that you don't end up back in that relationship or any emotionally abusive relationship, because what so so often happens, and this is exactly what happened to me Mm. is that you get out of that relationship and then you find yourself playing that out over and over again in different situations with different people. And I, you know, I, I like to use the analogy. It's like, I got stung by a bee and I didn't like that. And yeah. so I decided I was going to learn everything that I could about bee stings. Mm. So I became, a lot, lots of times, and then became allergic to bees. <laughs> so now I can recognize a bee from very far away. Mm. And let you know, like hey, that's a bee. This is what bees do. Uh, let's let's stay away. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what the thrust of it is all about. But there's so much more to it than than just. It's it's really really meant for people who find themselves either in, you know, a a dysfunctional or abusive relationship or someone you you care about is in a situation like that and you want to help them. Because so many people come to me and say, hey, I think my sister or my friend or, you know, my my, my brother or whoever it is, is in this abusive relationship, but they're not recognizing it. How do I help them? And so, first of all, read the book. (laughs) (laughs) But second of all, just recognize that if you try to force them out, they will dig even deeper, right? They will entrench themselves even deeper. The best thing you can do for that person is to create a stable situation that they can jump into Mm -hmm. and really empower them to make that jump on their own. Yeah. Let them know you're there for them. Let them know that you will help them if they decide that they need a change and let them know that they have the strength. They have the power to make that change for themselves. Mm.
1: I love that. And we touched on that a little bit last time when you were here, because that was one of my questions was if someone was looking into the situation, what could they do? Because in the experience that I had, I had so many people just saying, You need to get out, you need to get out, you need to get out. And and I did just that. I did exactly what you said, which was oh, yeah. dig in dig in deeper. And, um, and so I loved that we touch on that. And I love that That's part of your book and all of that. I also love that you mentioned that this is about romantic relationships, but also to take a look at these different patterns and other relationships that you have. Because I think um, sometimes we get stuck in this, well, everybody has the right to their opinion and their thoughts and their which is, which is true. However, how many times are we going to be a doormat?
2: And the bottom line is that until you figure out how to love yourself,
1: Mm.
2: nothing's going to work out for you, babe. And it sucks because that is so easily said and so difficult to do. Right. Just love yourself. Just be yourself. Just love yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, uh, myself, love. What even are these things? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know who I am, I don't know what love is. The only experience I've ever had was, you know, this abusive form of love where I was told that, you know, lying to me and hurting me are ways to show, you know, your love for me. Mm. And so if you don't know what respectful love feels like, how do you respect yourself and how do you love yourself in a way that is compassionate and kind? <laughs> mm, right. So
1: many big li- Those are big <laughs> Big lessons, It's
2: big stuff. And how do you you how do you set a boundary? What even is a boundary? Right. You know, and so all of these things I had to learn the hard way because I did not have those examples growing up. And I did not get taught that we did. Nobody gets taught this stuff in school or any place else. And so you just learn by what you see. And so if you have a dysfunctional example growing up, that's probably what you're gonna end up playing out by default, unless you do that work yourself to find out what is a boundary, what is love, you know, what is self love, what is self compassion. And so that's what most of this book is: is just Mm -hmm. teaching people how to love and respect themselves Mm -hmm. enough to set boundaries and. Demand a certain level of treatment from the people we allow into our inner circle, yes. and if and and here's the other thing: when you allow someone to abuse you, you are harming them too. You are doing unspeakable damage to that person that you claim to love too by allowing them to mistreat you and having no consequence for that. Right, right. It is teaching them that abuse is love, which they then treat themselves that same way. And it allows that pattern to repeat. And so, as I say in the book, it isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility yes. to make a change. Yeah. But the only person you can change in that situation is you. Mm-hmm. In any situation, yeah. you can only change you. Absolutely. And so this book is just all about how to change you (laughs) and how to keep yourself safe from that person who needs to go and do their own work Mm. and you cannot do it for them. That's what I always loved about. That's what I loved the
1: first time you were on the show is that you have this perspective of, you know, things can happen to us, but then it's our responsibility, what we do with it from that from there forward to grow and to learn and to not repeat the same patterns over and over and over like we do sometimes because we're stubborn humans <laughs> but you know it's and and for those of you guys that have first of all if you did not see the original episode that audrian was in um ep- season four episode 24 um of last year it came out so go look for that at the breakthrough and you'll understand that she's not coming from a place of like, this is just what you need to do. This is, I lived it. And these were the things that I learned because I learned the hard way. And so you can take it from me that these are some good ideas for you. Melting Ivory was written from your journals, your journal Mm -hmm. entries that you had made. So it's a little bit more of a storytelling type of, of book where This one is how is this one written? Is it just like, you know, bullet
2: points or what what are we getting when we get this? So, there's some of both. There's stories in there too, because of course, like I said, the story didn't end at the end of Melting Ivory, the story continues. And like I said, I ended up playing out this pattern way more times than I expected to. Mm -hmm. I thought, I'm done with this, I'll recognize it right away and I'll be able to stay away from it. And I didn't and I couldn't because I hadn't done the internal work yet. I had gotten myself out of that situation, but I hadn't fixed the real problem. That was just a symptom. Right. And so it kept happening until I finally realized, wait a second, the problem isn't any of them. I mean, the problem is all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the real problem is me picking them over mm. and over again and, and inviting and allowing that kind of treatment mm. of me and accepting it and saying yes this is how i want to be treated because you show people how to treat you right you show people how to treat you by how you treat yourself and how you respond to how they treat you
1: right right and I so i
2: needed to to teach myself how to teach how to treat me and to show other people that example of how to treat me and how i expect to be treated And so this was my journey to the wonderful, amazing relationship that I'm in now (laughs) of me having to do that Mm self-work and recognize that this is where it needed to start before I could find that in someone else and create a relationship on it. Yeah
1: yeah I, this is so good. And I know that first of all, if you haven't gotten melting ivory, g- rewind, go get that one. Um, but I am really excited to get my copy of of enough. I think it's actually yeah. coming today. so I'm
2: like, Yay. I'm like, hello, mailman, Where are you? And also, there's a lot of um there's a lot of actual workbook stuff in here. There oh, are good. exercises. It's not just you know, uh, do this, do that. It's like, okay, I'm gonna walk you through exactly how to do this Mm. and so there's a bunch of exercises and there's a bunch of it's it's pretty fun and interactive there's quizzes and there's you know charts and so it's it's not like i said there's stories in it but then there's actual you know how to do this step-by-step guidance in there as well because that's what i found is like i there were all these self-help books you know, that I read. But what I found is that it was just somebody saying, well, here's why this is happening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, I get that. But now what? What do I do about that? Right. (laughs) It's like, now I understand the mechanism. And it's like, I understand exactly what's going on. And I recognize the abuse. And I know that it's happening. And I still can't stop it. Yeah. It just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. Why?
1: <laughs> not, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. We're not doing this. <laughs> no, nope. we're not doing nope. it. I love it. Thank you so much for the work that you do in the world, and for using your experiences that that were, you know, horrific in the moment to to change the world. And I just thank you so much for the work that you're doing.
2: Thank you. And I just want to say to everyone out there, whatever it is that you're going through, keep going. Find help. That's the main message of the book is that if you could have gotten out of this on your own, you would have by now. And there are people and there are, uh, you know, organizations out there to help you reach out for help. It's never too late. Absolutely. Tell everybody where they can get the book. They can get the book on Amazon. It is called Enough. I think the subtitle is Breaking the Cycle of Emotional Abuse in Relationships. And uh yeah, you can also find it on my website which is that's allowed, aloud a l o u d.com.
1: I love I still love that name. I love it so much. It's like the best play on words ever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being back here today with me, my friend, and for um, you know, your your friend that came along for the premiere this season as well. Thanks so much. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll be back in just a minute with our special guest today on the Breakthrough Show.
0: Welcome to E360 TV, the live streaming and on-demand destination for influential voices and enlightened audiences.
2: We offer trending, grassroots and purpose-driven content across a diverse range of interests. E360 TV
0: is more than just watching programs. We offer the ability to interact with live shows, connecting audiences to real, authentic influencers and storytellers while streaming to millions of devices.
2: Real experiences. Raw conversations. One
0: destination for it all.
1: E360 TV. Welcome back to The Breakthrough Show. You know, we've talked about so often over the last five seasons, specifically about how relationships are such a huge component of living a successful life. And I'm so excited that our special guest today has been trained by Tony Robbins to help us do just that. He is here to help us create amazing relationships and a happy life. Please welcome Coach Roman Miranov to the show. Welcome, Roman.
3: Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much. It's an honor for me to be at your show.
1: Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to dig in and um, get started to talk about creating these amazing relationships, because like I said, it is so important, such a big part of our lives. And um, I would love for you to start us off by sharing something that's bringing you joy in your life right now.
3: Yeah, I, I was just uh, on a call with a client and we did a quick exercise with him, which included meditation and visualization. And he said that his feedback was very, very positive. And he said that he felt peaceful as a result. And the other thing is, it was a great reminder for him to be doing more of that, especially mm-hmm. in his miracle morning. Yes. Was, he, like He used to visualize a lot. And meditate actually in the morning, but then he stopped and he realized that now he actually needs to go back to that.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I think it's so important. I I find that we get in a habit of doing certain things and and we kind of forget about taking care of ourselves and really taking that time to meditate and visualize. And then it becomes other things become routine and take its place. And then we do it again and go, oh, we should probably be doing this more often. Right.
3: Yeah. Those reminders are very, very helpful. We need them all the time. Um,
1: I know you've had really um, an incredible life and have been through a lot of different things as many of us have and you're not originally you're in canada now but you're not originally from there can you take us take us back to where you've where you've come from and tell everybody a little bit about that
3: yeah i come from russia i'm 38 now and for 36 years i lived in russia and it was always my dream to come to live to north North america Mm -hmm. because I was in love with it. I was in love with it because of the like '90s culture, like all those action movies and whatnot. And then I also went to to work in Alaska in 2002, and then I just fell in love wow. with uh, with the language, with the culture. And yeah, I wanted to I wanted to move to to the US or Canada mm-hmm. so badly my first attempt that was 6 years ago failed miserably so i was rejected by the government and then my second attempt succeeded and that, that that was a huge breakthrough in in so 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 many ways
1: yeah was it as much as you as much as you wanted to be here and had visualized it was there any kind of culture shock at all like did you come and be like well this isn't exactly what i what i envisioned it to be was it different
3: uh you know of course it it wasn't a shock but um because uh, i knew the culture right Mm -hmm. but uh when when i got here and actually started living here in toronto i was able to see the culture uh like more closely
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I I was able to understand more deeply. And then I started to notice this nuances, this like subtle things that I did not realize before. Like let's say here people are more private compared to people in Russia, for example.
0: Mm.
3: Something like that. You don't yeah. you don't really understand this until you actually experience this.
1: Right. Right. I think it's like so many other things where we can prepare ourselves as much as possible, but you kind of have to live it to really know for sure the what the experience is going to be, right?
3: Yeah. It's first-hand experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know that... Um, what are some of the tools and things that you have leaned on personally in order to sort of stay grounded and and focus forward as you, as you adjust to this different area of the world and different lifestyle.
3: We actually spoke about habits. And I think that this is a very, very, very important tool for me in terms of grounding myself, because uh, for example, I love to have a very, very detailed schedule for my day Mm -hmm. so that I, I know that I'm going from one step to another step and to the third step and When I I rely on my habits that I used, that I had back in Russia, I rely on the same habits here. They keep me going through the day without, let's say, feeling nostalgia Mm. or, you know, they they, they just keep me focused. That's it. For example, let's say uh, I work out every day and this workout, daily workout, it gives me certainty. And because certainty is such an important human need, I feel better because I feel that this need is fulfilled and then I feel like I'm going through this shift through this, you know, immigration process more easily thanks to that because of that certainty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that you brought up like the, this, need for certainty because I've done a lot of work with my own clients recently specifically on fulfillment and, and what our needs are and connecting with those things because, you know, one of the things that that I have taught people is um, keeping a schedule because it is such a it is such a huge <laughs> pet peeve of mine when you have things scheduled in and then nobody shows up and it's like what's going oh. on and it drives me crazy because in my mind if I've made an appointment that's then my responsibility to know when it is to have my stuff ready and, and and be prepared you know to be there and to show up. And um, one of the things that I've encountered is that if people are not in touch with what fulfills them and the needs that they have, then they're going to be less likely to keep up with a schedule because they're not going to want to show up for things that aren't fulfilling to them, right?
3: Absolutely. And they don't realize that. that You're right. You're totally right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that you you really focus on relationships in your coaching business and I know that like a lot of other people we we go through things in our own lives that inspire us to have these different focus points in our business. What was it that you went through in your life that inspired you to to focus on relationships with other people?
3: Yeah, 6 years ago I went through a painful divorce. With my ex wife. And the reason, the reason she divorced me was I was so bad with her because I did not understand women at all. Mm. I was a workaholic. I worked too much and did not pay much attention to her or my small son. So they did not feel my presence in the family. And yeah, because I neglected my family so much, even though I was like I I was trying to take care of them through my work
0: mm-hmm. but that
3: wasn't enough that's never right that was my mistake so I lost the marriage and then uh, I realized okay now that I'm single I want to create my a new family because this is important for me I have the strong family values mm-hmm. but at that point uh, I knew that I was I was I just did not have the relationship skills
0: mm-hmm.
3: or the dating skills. So I went through a lot of training, a lot of reading, a lot of self education to get better in relationships and dating. And then I went and applied all those things and I created a few relationships over the years uh, that, that I enjoyed. And again, I made mistakes and I learned from them. Yeah. And This is what helps me as a coach. First of all, I, people feel that I'm relatable and I feel that I can relate to people because I've been through so much in my relationships, through so much struggle and so much growth Mm -hmm. from those struggles. And I also feel that I can, I can share all this knowledge and all this, all the skills that I now have. Mm -hmm. I can share them with people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's 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 a little bit of a um it's it's kind of a hot button topic in the coaching world when it comes to what coaches should be allowed to focus on and um there's a lot of people that that say well if you've been if you've been divorced you shouldn't be a relationship coach or if you um if you have Uh, if you've been overweight, you shouldn't be coaching people to lose weight. And you've been in this thing, you shouldn't be doing that. And I think that sometimes we underestimate what that life experience can give us when it comes to being able, like you said, to relate to our clients. What's been your experience with that? Do you think that people have been more open to you because you have been through these things?
3: Absolutely. They are more open. They are more open because. I could feel the pain right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, well. Let's say, to just today, a, a client told me about her. Um, so she was she was married to this guy who was actually ten years younger than her,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: he was an alcoholic, and she struggled with that for about five years, and she she she, she always thought that she would be able to change him. Mm. And when she, when she said all those things, I realized, yeah, I could totally understand her because it was uh, it was quite similar in my situation because I thought that I always thought that I could change my wife because uh, I wanted her to be into self-development just as much as I was and I am right now and she didn't care about that. And I thought, okay, I'm going to change you and I, I worked hard on trying to change her, which of course never worked and so just by having these negative experiences negative experiences
0: mm-hmm. or
3: failures which they are not because this is those are just lessons right right by having these lessons i'm able to understand my clients more you know as as they say when like you when as a coach you are perfect it makes it hard for you to understand clients problems that's right. the point and let's right. say when you're overweight, you know exactly what they're going through. You know exactly what they're feeling, and you are more, let's say, compassionate. Mm-hmm. And th- th- this is very important. Whereas, like, if you are one hundred percent high, like high level coach, who who's perfect, right. it's hard for you to relate to a person who comes to you and says, "Help me with weight, of being overweight," and you say, "Okay, just you know, don't eat healthy, exercise, and that's it." right why don't you do it and then they they guilt you they use shame and this becomes depressing and it never works
1: right yeah i agree i think that um cuz that was that was a little bit of my experience was when um i went to go work with or look into working with other coaches for for health and things like that and they had never been through what i had been through and it was it was Difficult for me because I felt like they were coming at me with things that they could never possibly understand because they hadn't been through it themselves. And I really try to, um, when I'm working with people as well. I only do things with my clients that I have done myself or things that I have tried myself because I feel like if I if I don't live in the in the way that I'm preaching for my clients to live then yeah. some something's wrong with that. So what are some of the things that you share with your clients about relationships that you also do yourself?
3: Uh, wow. Of course, the the main component of my my system, my coaching program is unconditional love so i i leave it myself in my own life and i i teach my clients to have that although it's, it's not easy but this is the like the foundation of any relationship because if you don't have it you're you're going to have struggles in the relationship there's just no other way absolutely yeah and by unconditional love i mean accepting the other person as they are and loving them just for who they are without wanting to change them mm-hmm. and they, the the main reason we want to do this is because we feel love not when the other person does something for us but when we give love that's the most important thing
0: mm-hmm.
3: think of a of a small kid an infant you love them just because the, just because they're there there is no there is no reason for for you to be wanting to change them. So mm-hmm. you just love them. But as they grow up, you find those reasons. You now say, okay, I can't love you anymore. I can't love you unconditionally because I want you to do this and that and so on. Right. But when you give love unconditionally, you feel it in yourself. Not when not when the other person does something for you.
0: Right. And
3: that's that's one thing. You don't need to actually to look for for love out there. Because you can feel it inside right away. Mm. The second thing is that you'll see that by loving the other person unconditionally, you make them happy. And that makes you happy as well. Mm. Just as we talked that, about that earlier, right?
1: round and round relationship. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes. And the third thing is that when you love the other person unconditionally, they're very, very, very likely to reciprocate. It's like they, you open them up. That's the power of unconditional love. And mm-hmm. even, even if you do just that, just with this one thing, your relationship will be great. And you, yeah. don't, you don't need like other things that I teach to you, mm-hmm. like more specific things that I teach to clients.
1: Right, right. Now, this doesn't mean that we have to like everything that the other person does, right?
3: Yes. You, well, you, you don't you know, as you grow with, as you develop unconditional love in yourself, you will actually get to like them.
0: Hmm.
3: Because what you will see is that those differences between you,
0: hmm.
3: you, you can appreciate that, you can appreciate the world for its differences, because it creates this multitude of sensations right. that you are, are capable of experiencing, And just Unconditional love is about gratitude for all those experiences, for all those sensations, even though this might like not not be uh, in within our model of the world. So we want the world to be like we prefer we prefer it to be a little bit different, but we still enjoy it mm-hmm. and also remember that, like even there, if there is something that you don't like the other person, it. The, the very fact that you are different, it creates synergy. When you are the same, there is no sexual polarity and mm-hmm. there is there is no synergy. Synergy is when one plus one is five or 10 or 100. And when you're, you're the same, you have the same opinion, you wear the same clothes. It's boring. It's boring. And it's just one plus one equals two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I I love that because, um, I think that it can be really easy, especially when we're in relationships over a long period of time to, um, find the, as time goes on, we find those little things that maybe, maybe little things that can nag us, you know, about, I had another uh, friend of mine on the show, uh, Haley Halleck last season, who works with couples a lot. And, uh, we were talking about, you know, um, the way that, you know, the way that they put the dishes away or just something, <laughs> oh something God. is like completely, you know, and, um, and w- w- there's just so many people that will find those little faults, those little things that annoy them instead of focusing on, Hey, you know, is that, is that really the big picture? Is that really what we're going to focus on right now?
3: Yes. Yes. And that's why it's important to, to really make sure you appreciate the other person. Yeah. That that's a complete, a completely different perspective, a completely different mindset, completely different like paradigm of thinking when you come to just to feel gratitude for the other person and for every every small thing. And when you do that, you forget about all those things that you blow out of proportion, like their socks lying on the floor. Yeah. They just they just don't matter. You appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And just like you said, you remember the big picture. The big picture is that you really appreciate them for being in your life. And just one quick tip right here mm-hmm. is that to appreciate your partner, make sure to praise them for every little thing. This will make them feel significant, which is good in and of itself. And the second thing, it will over time rewire your brain because you will start noticing all those beautiful things about them. Mm-hmm. And you know, just, to, just, training your mind to think about what's, what's good, not about what's bad.
1: Right. Right. I think a lot of times, one of the things that I wanted to touch on with you um, is that th- expectations in relationships so i think that it's really normal and and what from my perspective what i've shared with people is it's really normal for us as humans to have expectations because a lot of times those expectations are what protects us they're what of, of saying this is this is the boundary that i have in my life in this certain area and it will not be crossed or or we don't have a relationship kind of thing do you think that it's wise um, as people are getting into relationships to have that that conversation with their potential partner of saying, these are the things that I that I expect or these are the boundaries that I have in my life and, and seeing if they mesh up with other people?
3: Yes, I do believe in boundaries. Well, uh, let me put it like this. The first thing is that, in general, I, I recommend people to, just like Tony Robbins does, to do. Uh, exchange your expectations for appreciations Mm. just like just like we talked a couple of minutes ago because if you have expectations for other people then you end up you know guilting both them for not meeting those expectations and guilting yourself not feeling good about yourself so if you in general in general okay gradually move to appreciating things more rather than expecting That's a very good strategy. Mm -hmm. So even your expectations themselves will change. Let's say right now you can't like you want your husband to be at home at 7 PM. And if they get back home at 8 PM, you feel frustrated. And you can say that you can say that this is my expectation. I'm going to set this boundary. I'm going to say that they are supposed to be at home at 7 PM, no matter what, Mm -hmm. but as you work on yourself as you work on flexing your gratitude muscle your appreciation muscle you will be able to realize that it's not really that important right if they come at 8 pm that's all right that's all right but yeah setting your boundaries is important as well but so this is a very very beautiful and very very delicate balancing act mm-hmm. So that's why when there is no general answer to this right We need like with every client when they ask me this, yeah, that's a very common question. So mm-hmm. when I when I tell them about unconditional love, like that's the first rejection they come up with. They say, well, if I love them unconditional they, they will am I supposed to let them walk all over me? right? And I say no, no, but the point is that, if you, if you want to have that conversation for setting boundaries, you need to, first of all, do that in a very loving way. Mm-hmm. Open up the other person, listen to them first, listen to their expectations, and only then you voice your expectations. Right. So, yeah, it is important, but you need to tread very, very careful.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's. It sounds like it would be wise to have that conversation in the beginning of a relationship, as opposed to, you know, getting into a relationship and then all of a sudden, you know, coming coming out with all of these. Well, by the way, this is <laughs> this is how I am. Just you didn't know this, but now you know kind of thing.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. And and definitely one thing that I do recommend to do before, before starting a relationship is talk about, let's say before getting married, you want to sit down and talk about your values, like family values, how many kids you want specifics like this. Yeah. You want to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, as we were talking about too, um, earlier in the conversation about those fulfillment needs that we have, um, you know, that would be a great conversation to have too. Right. Because then we would know the things that, that, Make our, our partner feel fulfilled, and then they would know how we feel that way as well.
3: Yes, exactly. You know, discussing these needs and using them as a framework for that discussion is really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. That's true.
1: So I, I know that, um, as we, as we've said, when you're working with clients that you also can have your own breakthroughs and things like that, what would you say if you had to pick just one or two of your biggest relationship breakthroughs that you have had personally, what would you say that those are?
3: So with my first divorce, of course, that was the breakthrough was uh, that I realized that I, focused on one area of my life too much which was work and that never works because relationships is just as important as work so you you do need to spend a lot of time there both like physically with your presence and you need to learn this like in your business or in your career you keep growing right you keep learning new skills you keep taking courses and whatnot and the same thing applies to relationships you need to do that Right. And let's say the second realization was, I think, in 2017, when I I, I realized that I wasn't authentic enough in my relationship at that mm-hmm. moment, because I, I was like playing a game with a girl, mm-hmm. trying to get her more attracted to me. Mm-hmm. And it worked. It worked very well. So I was, you know, like being distant at one moment. Then I, like, like, let's say I came closer. And so I I created that contrast. So of negative emotions and positive emotions. And I was, I was mysterious a little bit. I was, I I tried too much to, to look maybe more confident than I was Mm. or more adventurous than I was. So I was putting on this facade, but then I realized that by doing that, I'm actually missing out on being authentic on opening up and feeling the emotions. I was like stifling myself with this inauthenticity. Mm. So it's a little bit okay to, this is the realization. It might be okay to to play those games a little bit with, with a woman or with a man, but make sure again that you strike a balance because you your main your main point is to be authentic. If you don't do that, you like the other person won't relate to you, and you will not be able to open up yourself. You'll miss out on, on those beautiful feelings. Actually, yeah, you you're like a robot.
1: Yeah. I think that's such a huge thing though, because I think if we're behaving in one way as we are getting into a relationship, then couldn't that be a reason why we find ourselves in the middle of a relationship going, what happened? Because we're suddenly we're not the same person that that we were you know it's and, and imagine if both people were playing games at the beginning and then in the beginning of, in the middle of the relationship they're like who are you and what happened because exactly. yeah. you, you weren't you weren't yourself.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that's how you end up with a stranger living <laughs> or s- slipping on the other side of the bed, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's such a good a good um I think topic to talk about in relationships for anybody out there that's getting into relationships. If you're dating and things like that, be yourself. We've talked so much on this show about authenticity in our businesses that we don't, we haven't really had that conversation on the show before about really being authentic as you're getting into relationships. And it, and I think that's important, whether we're talking about love relationships or business relationships or friendships, even you know, if you behave one way and then all of a sudden, you know, suddenly you're somebody else, <laughs> it's, it's, it leaves people wondering who are you and, and what just happened. <laughs> Well, it's really, it's been amazing talking to you, Roman, because I, I feel like you, we just barely grazed the surface here of all of the knowledge that you have to share and all of the life experience that you have to share as well. If you wanted to leave our audience with one specific thing that um, they could do to improve their relationships today, what would you leave them with?
3: Okay. So other than unconditional love, it's important to understand that there is, there is a lot of struggle and a lot of pain involved in relationships. That, that's given. Because like they're, they're always challenging. But what you need to develop is this mindset that I, I need this relationship to grow. I need this pain that I'm feeling in the relationship to become a better man or a woman. Mm. And I'm not, I don't understand this right now, but I will understand it later. And the beautiful thing is that by going through all the struggles, you as a couple will be able to feel more love. Your love will strengthen as well as your patience and resolve. Mm -hmm. So this is, remember that relationships come with challenges, but those challenges will make you better and your couple so much more loving as as long as you keep going as long as you you know keep yeah as, as long as you're committed to the relationship and you mm-hmm. don't give up because giving up is so easy
1: yeah absolutely well roman tell everybody where they can find you at and how they can work with you
3: yeah go to my website which is www.romanmirnow.com spelled as R-O-M-A-N, M-I-R-O-N-O-V dot com. Hit the contact tab, contact me for a free consultation, and we'll go from there. And make sure to mention that you're coming from Jessica's podcast, and I'll be happy to give you a 30% discount.
1: Awesome. We love that. Yay. Everybody, I've been telling everybody that we've had so many amazing people on the show. If you're not shopping with um, and and working with the people from that have been on the Breakthrough Show, then you are missing out because we have some really just amazing people on the show, just like Roman. Roman, thank you so much for being here with me today. It was a pleasure.
3: Thank you, Jessica. It's, it's been an honor and you're you're a great conversationalist. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. All right, guys, we'll be back in just a minute for more of The Breakthrough Show. Breakthroughs are about more than you might think. They're about discovering who you are, digging deep, reaching to the core of your soul. They're about healing, healing yourself, understanding your beliefs, creating a ripple effect. And it's not just those initial moments that matter. It's about using them to bring more joy into our own lives and the lives of others. It's about having fun, letting loose, enjoying every moment life has to offer. It's about finding a safe space. It's about creating connection. Join us each and every month for exclusive programming where we invite you to go beyond the breakthrough. So we ask you, are you ready? We'll see you online at thebreakthroughshow.com. Welcome back to The Breakthrough Show. What an incredible show it was today. You know, relationships and the topic of relationships is something that we're going to continue to dive into here on The Breakthrough Show. Why? Because number one, that relationship with ourself is absolutely so important. But we know that one of the amazing things about being a human is our relationship with other people and how those can, if we allow them to, make or break Break our spiritual and personal development journeys. And I love that we can create a space on the show to bring different perspectives, different life experiences, different tips and tricks as it results to, like I said, not just a relationship with ourselves, but our relationship with other people. So we're going to continue to go down this journey together where we get to talk to people from all different walks of life and who have all different backgrounds and experiences to help us improve the relationships with ourselves and with other people. I want to thank our very special guest today, Dr. Audrey and McKeon. Thank you for coming back today, my friend, and also to our new friend, Roman Miranov. Thank you both for being here and to you. Thank you for watching wherever you are in the world. And until next week, I'm your host, Jessica Dugas. And I want to ask you to make every day a great day for a breakthrough. We'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Breakthrough. Please visit our website at www.thebreakthroughshow.com to join our after the breakthrough community powered by patreon we look forward to seeing you next